Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. How was your weekend? Uh, not bad. I know that you had a big weekend. I did? On Friday. <laughs> I got my second shot, if uh, that's what you mean. Yeah. How did you do? How the did you do? Vaccine. Um, the vaccine. The shot process was easier than the first one. Easy peas to stroke was, up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I went to the U of A one mm-hmm. on the mall. And uh, man, they were so organized. Isn't that crazy? Down there. The team of volunteers, they are like expert traffic guider people you know what i mean like they should run every event from now on all the concerts that we get back to having yes all the sporting events those people should be in charge like the chick-fil-a drive-through totally yes they're really really efficient really and proficient yeah they're they're really good at what they do and uh so they they expedited everything and they're always there's there's like the friendliest people too they're like congratulations they're like is this your second one you know they're like super nice they Uh give you a lollipop when you're done you know yeah you get a little sticker if you'll put that on but how are you feeling i'm feeling good did you feel sick at all um i felt lethargic and achy yeah about a day afterwards yeah woke up saturday morning feeling good i had breakfast and then i just started to kind of slow down yeah yeah you know and even with coffee i was like boy i feel tired so you got pretty lucky though right like no fever yeah i feel like i feel like i got pretty lucky too like i wasn't Fully fevered, right? Like, yeah. like my I, mom was knocked out like a truck. She was out. Yes, you know? yeah. I've, I've heard everything yeah. from a friend of mine. He said he got the Pfizer as well. So the, the U of A thing's a Pfizer shot. And I asked him because I was worried about that second shot. He's like, I didn't have any symptoms on the second shot. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of weird. I've heard everything from that to what you're talking about, where it's just like you feel like you got run over by a truck. Right, right. And my symptoms were pretty You're good. mild. You're golden. I just laid around and watched the Red Sox play baseball. <laughs> so you you didn't weekend. go and do a ton of stuff like on Saturday. I thought you still would figure out a way. Yeah. No, I I thought, I don't know how bad this is going to get. So yeah. when I started to feel kind of yeah. just like slowed down and achy in my legs, it felt like I'd, I'd like done a half marathon or something. <laughs> If you knew what that felt like, <laughs> that's probably what it would feel I, I like. I did one. Oh, you did one. I did okay. One. Hey, I could tell you this, like genetically, I thought, okay, well, maybe if your dad or your brother or whatever feel one thing and, uh, you know, like, like I had three people in my, my brothers yeah. and sisters who had the same exact shots and all three of us were different, I which is weird because I, I thought genetically I mean, it would be. Only one in my family who's had the shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think because my dad was going to get the Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's been scheduled like three times and mm-hmm. they keep either canceling it or running out right, of supply. Right. So now the Johnson and Johnson's back on. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, it's going to be sunny again today. Did you see that full moon? That was awesome. It's massive. It's awesome. Except I know my cra- Maddie, Crabby Maddie, my husband, is going to surface with that moon. <laughs> it happens every month. So I'm just waiting. <laughs> There's a lot of crabby people yeah. when, the, when the moon gets full. That's the bad side of it. You're uh-huh. right. Watch what you speak about. Watch what you put out there. Oh, why? Because it will come back in ways that you don't expect. Do you know what I mean? It sounds like somebody had a personal story over the weekend. Well, I just know that last week we did that stat about 70% of men and 80% of women look up an ex. You know, and I felt a little crazy pants after because you're like, no, I don't do it, which I still think you're lying. But <laughs> you know what I mean? You're in there a couple of times a month. I am. I, I am. I no lies. And, I looked up people I dated when I first got on Facebook years ago. And that's it. That was it. And you never went back. 
No, I don't. What do I need to? Because this is what happened in my life this past week. Okay, not only did I have that guy who I dated who keeps going on my LinkedIn again, again after we talked about it, uh-huh. again. Okay. Yeah. Then I had two follows on Instagram from people I dated that. I mean, I ran into them in places, and it was not good when I ran into them. So now they're following me on social, and it's a really weird feeling. And then you're like, do I have to follow them back? But the biggest one is, is now my my husband, Matt, his ex-girlfriend See. started writing him on the Facebook. Oh, my dad has dementia. He keeps talking about you, Maddie. Oh, Maddie, which I feel bad. I'm like, you should write her back, but it's coming back in his alley, too. You know what I'm saying? So so that's all I'm saying. Things you don't want in your life, don't talk about. Just stop. <laughs> that's that's good advice. Yeah, right? See, I like that. I mean, I don't like it, but I do find it interesting <laughs> that you're going looking up all your old exes yeah, a couple yeah. times a month. Yeah. And it's fine until... Your husband's exes start looking him up. I knew she was looking at him. Uh-huh. You know how I know? Because the people you should know, she's the first person this past week that keeps showing up. Oh, And it's like the person I don't want to know. Do I mean like, <laughs> like stop putting that right there well, in my face? Have you ever heard that saying about keep your friends close and your enemies closer? I guess so. You may want to friend her right I, now. She's the one that is always like, Manny, your mom. She And I never met his mom. And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so I get should... that you can one-up me on that, <laughs> you know? It's not a competition. Oh, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. No, she's she's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's very nice. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Sorry to hear about her father. Yes, yeah, me too, me too. I feel really bad about Genuinely, that. Genuinely. Yeah. Yes, I do. But uh, yeah, well, just watch what you talk about. Yes. Because sometimes it shows up and you're like, Don't oh put my it out gosh, there. I was just talking about Unless stuff. And, then, yeah, that's right. and it's with anything. So I decided that today, from today moving forward, Greg, we're only going to talk about how much money we have <laughs> and how we're going to get these great houses you know and maybe a happen. cabin in Sedona. You start talking about how much money you have. All these people are going to come out of the woodwork asking you for some. Just so you know. Well, I'm just trying to make it happen. I understand. Trying to make the money happen. So you're supposed to talk like it's already here. Oh, it's already here. Yes, yeah. that's well, what you're supposed I mean, to do. You're Richie Rich over I am there. so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the Oscars last night, all three hours and, I don't know, 25 minutes of it or whatever uh, it was. Too long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that you wouldn't have to. It was a snore fest. I, I was it was getting, the sleepiest show I've ever seen. I was seen. getting angry, Greg. I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I was like, I'm wasting yes. almost four hours of my Sunday. I, I mean, if you're- I, a, I, I just, it, it was disgusting. The producers just can't win. Uh, what could they possibly do to make that show better? They've tried everything. They brought in Steven Soderbergh, who's a, a an Oscar-winning filmmaker, to produce this thing. Well, you couldn't tell. <laughs> they they eliminate the host because uh-huh. people say, we don't want a host yeah. making political jokes. Yeah. Well, it was the most boring show because there was no comedy. There was no levity. They eliminated all the live performances because they were trying to shorten it up, right? So there weren't any, like, singing performances and all that stuff live like they would usually have. Um and then they told the recipients, you can go on and talk as long as you want, as long as you tell a good story. Well, nobody told a good story, but they went on as long as they wanted. They sure, they went on. There was no wrap-up music. And they went on. And they didn't say I anything. I mean, that, that's a thing. Like, they need the entertainment to keep 
the regular folk yeah. like me, yeah. <laughs> like invested into it. That's exactly right. And, and I know they're just trying to make people watch because nobody's watching and it's been such a weird year. But, you know, it started off weird. And I love Regina King was awesome. I love her. She's been an actress forever, right? She kind of opened up the show. Yeah. yeah. And she stumbled right when she got up on the stage. I felt so bad for her. But it I'm like, like her heel cut her dress or something. Yeah. Is that what you thought? Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, well, that's okay. I'm like, get it out of the way. So now, like, you kind of need something like that to happen so you can refocus because you could hear she was nervous too. Oh, sure. Yeah. And here's the one viral moment from last night. I'm, and I'm not even kidding. The one. The one. Moment. But it was a good one. It, it, it was pretty good. They were playing a little game. Where uh, Questlove, who was spinning jams instead of having like a live orchestra, he was like working the turntables and he would play a song. And the the guest's job was to determine whether it was an Oscar winning song, an Oscar nominated song or none of the above. And they go down to Glenn Close. That's not fair to Glenn Close. You don't know nothing about the Wait a second. Wait a second. I know that's the butt. Not only did she know it, but she got up and showed the dance. Oh, it was. I mean, you talk about people falling off their chair. You know, Glenn Close is so cute. At this point, her hair's short. Yeah. It's silver. Like, she just rocks herself. She doesn't care. She looks great But she was still. wearing, the, you know, the full gown. Yeah. She was dressed very she nicely. Was, yes. And then... <laughs> she's, like, so sophisticated, yes, right? exactly. And now she's, like, twerking like Lizzo. <laughs> it was the best. Uh, no, it was the butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt had a man bun. That was a really big deal. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. Oh, you didn't? No, I just noticed that oh, he my... looked a little bit older. Yeah. Well, the man bun didn't help. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, please get rid of it. But it went super viral all over Twitter. He's so. trying to be 30. I don't yeah, blame him. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's all you missed. Yeah. Well, Tyler Perry had a great speech. Well, and, Tyler Perry's awesome. You know, Brian Cranston was there. looked really nice. But that segment was so boring. See, I don't know because I fell asleep. I, I mean, I kept falling asleep, <laughs> drool, like my, my kid had to wake me up. And that was at like 7 o'clock. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, was it was that bad. It was really bad. Yeah. So you're glad yeah, you didn't feel, watch. But I know people work so hard on that, so I feel really bad. I'm I sorry know. I'm talking bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think this segment's over, Okay, too. thank okay. you. I think if the producers of the Oscars were to go back in time before last night's episode, they would have not given <laughs> the winners all the time they wanted. They probably would have had a funny, funny host for the show. It shows we need entertainment. We just need need to entertain us. Yeah, it can't all be serious and boring. I mean, I still enjoyed the dresses. Regina King's dress was amazing. Do you know what I mean? But no entertainment. And I feel so bad. I have a friend. She's a script supervisor on all those shows. Sure. And I know how hard she works. No, I I know their (laughs) intention was in the right place. Yes. (laughs) I'll give them that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But if you were to go back in time and change one thing, have you learned from a mistake something that you would change that if you were to go back in time? I mean, besides what you had for dinner last night. I mean, I think about that. There's two things. There's two main things that I think about when I would have done stuff. Maybe three. Differently, <laughs> more than that. Well, you're adding to the list. I know, quickly. I know. And one is a possible job that I would have taken as like more of a boss role in Columbus, Ohio, that I did not take. Oh, you think you should have? I sometimes think I should have taken that that job, but I would have never met my husband, had my little girl. Do you know what I mean it's all that right. that stuff that goes along with it? Right. So okay, that's off the list. Another's that time with that scru- same script supervisor I was just talking about. Funny that she came up. In college, one day, 
the my little boyfriend I thought was like into her and we were friends. So me and this girl were supposed to go take pictures for photography class and it was raining. So I call her. I'm like, Lisa, I think that it's raining so we can't take our pictures. Well, I hung up and then called this dude right away. And then we started talking about her. And then I heard the beep. It three-way called her and left the whole message on her answering machine. That still haunts you <laughs> to this day. It still haunts me. That's like the because number. she heard you. Yes, and she's the sweetest human in the whole world. Yeah. And I was just being stupid Talking 19 years old. Her Do you back. know what I mean? Like, you know how you're dumb and young? and Yes. Yes. And so that's like probably one of the things that changed. Can I tell you, that tells huh. me a lot about, first of all, your heart. Right. That that all these years later still weighs on you. Oh, my you, gosh. I feel awful. Tells me a lot about the way you try and treat people. Oh, God. it was awful. Yeah. You feel and, so bad. And, and I realized I was young and stupid. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I yeah. try to give oh, yeah. myself a little like forgiveness. Yes, but still, that, that's why anytime somebody brings up something, yeah. you know, yeah. especially with politicians or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and they show them in, in their 19 year old yearbook or yeah. whatever it is. Uh huh. And you go, well, yeah, but they're not that person anymore. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they're doing those things today, let's hold them accountable. But yeah. if they were young and yeah. dumb, let's give them yeah. a pass on Because we've all done that. Yeah, we all have done stupid things. And yeah. my, my, my last one, Greg, was just I shouldn't have made out with my boss back in the day. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. So you, what are, what's your mistake were or you, mistakes? Hang on. <laughs> were you single? I was single. Was he single? He was single. Okay. But uh, he was like just adults. divorced. Like, don't, you oh, know. I just ugh. want to make sure I understood the yeah, terms. Yeah, of... he was like yeah. just gross. What? Yeah. And so were well, you. Well, he wasn't gross, but he was. <laughs> 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 he was rebounding. Yeah, and I was young. And you were right there. I was young. Ready to go. Um, <laughs> for me, I think if there was one thing, you go back in time, you change one thing. I think I would probably try and relax and enjoy the college experience more. Oh, really? That's that's one of my big regrets is that I worked like three jobs all yeah, through college. Yeah, yeah. I was constantly, yeah, constantly on the go. Yeah. And I was just overbooked all the time. Yeah. I was always leaving one commitment a little early to get to another well, commitment. Especially because you were doing band. You know what I mean? I was I was in all sorts of like so you're going places. Ensembles and yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just too much. I just feel and like if I could have just relaxed and enjoyed that period yeah. a little bit more, you know, socialized a little bit more, I think that would have been an experience. Made out a little experience. bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, went not, to not with my boss though, like some people we know. <laughs> went to the wildcat or whatever you guys all call it. Yeah, the cat house. The cat house. <laughs> Over on Stone, yeah. The bump steer right across the street. Greg, I can only imagine you there. Those were the days, Bear. Uh, do you have one regret? If you could look back and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have married this person. Oh, or gee. maybe I shouldn't have done this. Like, what is that? One thing you'd go back in time and change. Well, this is interesting. Because apparently you and I are the only two who have any regrets about the past. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I could keep going on and on for others. Uh, well, we don't they need don't to. have any. Apparently we're boring people to tears. Let's pick another topic. Uh, um, did you watch the Oscars last night? <laughs> no. That's okay. You didn't miss a thing. This is the first time I can actually say that. Like, people like bagging on the award shows. But usually there's a couple of highlight moments that are sort of worth talking about the next day. Right. Today is like... You you really have to look hard to find stuff. They I feel, tried really hard. They I held it in a really train bad. station last night. I know. That was so weird. It was a great looking set. Yeah. Yeah. But it was weird because it was super small. It was kind of like this circle. It was like a weird, just all felt weird. <laughs> After such a weird year, I just want, right? You want it a little more normal. I guess. I want some of the glitz and the glamour. And well, the, there was plenty of glamour. I mean, people looked great. They did. 
But boy, for people who like telling stories and claim that storytelling is what, you know, lights up their world, they are not good storytellers on the fly. Well, they do it on a long format, and it was clear yesterday. And they use other people's words (laughs) when they do that long format. It's just so, it was so, so bad. But I did, you know, we, we talked about Regina King falling like in the first minute. And I always think there's something good about when you just get that little mistake out of the way. Like you're so nervous and you just stumble and fumble. I do that every day of my life. So it makes me just love her even more. Why are you so nervous? <laughs> I, I'm, always, I'm always nervous. I can't even you're be. You're not nervous. No. Come on. Greg, I had to go on this Zoom call with 12 people and they're like, hey, Meredith, can you like tell us what you meant in the chat? And I was like, is my mic on? <laughs> I was so nervous. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> I was an idiot. So, like, <laughs> let me get this straight. You have no problem coming in here every morning, switching on a microphone and talking to thousands of people. All my dirt. Yeah, every sharing, last thing sharing in my life. Every little tidbit of your personal life. But when it comes to being on a Zoom call with 12 people. 12 people. And explaining a text and, message that you wrote, you're yeah, in trouble. Yeah. And most of them are like stay-at-home moms and, you know, they're, they're, they got their stuff together. Okay. I don't. I just feel <laughs> like so. I, I, I could hardly talk. It's so embarrassing. It's very interesting to me. I heard an awesome clubhouse. You guys know what clubhouse is? Yes. The, the social media app. It, it's been a huge waste of time, except for one like thing that I heard on it over the weekend. It was uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes was talking with Gail King, and it's like a live, yeah, you know, uh, conference call, and and you get to be in on this thing if you want to be. Did you raise your hand and talk? Because no. you could raise your hand and maybe even talk to a celebrity. But... I, I thought about it, but yeah. then there was nothing I was going to say that was going to be any better than what he was saying. How many people were on it? I have no idea. Because sometimes I think, see thousands of people on one of these. You know, it's like a live thing, so they don't record it. T.D. Right. Jakes is based out of Dallas, and he's been on Super Soul Sunday, all the Oprah stuff. He's like, really? He gets it. He is. And here's the great thing about him. If you're not a religious person, he won't make you uncomfortable. Okay. I mean, if yeah. If you are a religious I'm totally spiritual a different, person, he's, he's yeah. right there with I you. I grew up a whole different religion, and I wish I lived in Dallas so I could just go, go and to see his him. Church. Yes. Yeah. He is. But the point that I was going to make about him, and he is phenomenal, is that he was talking about how difficult it is for people to speak in public. And he said, but if you know your material and you know the room... That takes away a lot of the inhibitions, right? Mm-hmm. So for you, getting on a Zoom call with 12 moms who have their act together, you feel intimidated oh, and intimidated. outclassed, right? Obviously. Even though you're not, but yeah. that's the way you feel. And so oh. then you become anxious and Oh my uncertain. gosh, I know. Like every time we go to a convention, Greg will get up in this microphone in front of all these like morning show people and ask questions. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you crazy? <laughs> Which, by the way, don't think that's not intimidating. Yeah, I would never. I just can't. It like makes me sick for you. I'm like getting so nervous for you. <laughs> you should feel my heart beating inside my chest okay, okay. right before I ask oh, good, my question. Good. Yeah, because yeah. they're all judging. They're all looking at of course us. They yeah. Are. yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's enough about us. Well, that's What's cool. going on with that's you? Exciting. It, it was really yeah. good. I had to order his book. That's how good it was. Oh, good. I want an audio or. No. You're going to read it? Like yeah, I'm going to read it oh, like people, you know, like like human beings used to do. Remember that? You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Nikki's on at 775-0949. Go ahead. What's the big thing with you right now? So um, 
you know, anyone that has teenage kids gets super frustrated. Oh, I'm going to attract mice. You know, don't leave um, leftover food wrappers on your floor. You're going to attract critters, things like yeah. that. Yeah, oh and gosh, it's gross. They don't listen. They Just don't. Their life. Until they see, like, the real consequence for them. So I made up a consequence, whether it was real or not. He didn't know. <laughs> what did you do? I picked up some super healthy black rice. Black and rice? Like it's black in color? I've never even seen that. It is, yeah. It's, there are little black granules, and it doesn't look like rice. It really looks exactly like mice droppings. Oh, oh so, nice. <laughs> Wait, and where, I, did you, where do you get this? At Whole, Whole Foods. Whole, Whole Foods, Foods. okay. Sprouts will probably have it as well. More of like the natural food places will have it. Oh, yeah. And then you just sprinkle it in the closet under their bed, <laughs> maybe <laughs> like right where they pull them back just so they see them right away. <laughs> so did it really work, though, when you sprinkled the, the black rice to make it look like rat droppings in your son's closet and around his room? Did he freak out? He lost it. He he had he had a bottle of cleaner in both hands. He had gloves ready to go. He was with it. He Nikki, was there you with are all the genius. Seriously, that was one of the smartest things I ever heard in my life. <laughs> no more dirty dishes. It's great. And it's so cheap. Now, here's the irony: if you don't get that stuff cleaned up, you might do exactly what you were hoping not to do, which is attract critters, because you're sprinkling food around the house. Yeah, yeah. So be careful. (laughs) Absolutely. It was worth it, though, to see the look on his face. (laughs) To have your teenage come to you and be like, Mom, you were right. That's priceless. Best moment of your mom career that right is. there. That is. You really. get the gold star. Yeah, highlight. You know, you highlight get the reel. Olympic gold medal. <laughs> Top 10 plays right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was very cool. Thanks for sharing that tip with us. Yeah. I love momming hacks Black that rice. I never think of. Do you know what I mean? I like, never would have thought of never that. Never in my whole life. And I do have a problem with my kid bringing plates and oh, yeah, crumbs and, you know. Just everywhere. Yes. Between the dogs and the kids. Oh, it's a, it's a wonder we don't have have ants everywhere in our house, isn't yes. it? All right. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayor. You know, Greg, I'm sure you saw that I posted this the other day, but before you hold a grudge, hold a conversation. And what they say is the people in your life, they're not mind readers, you know? And if they're doing something that's hurtful or something that bothers you, they probably don't know. Okay. Well, how could they not know? I know. <laughs> and they won't until you actually say something about it. So before you yeah, go, you give man. them that cold shoulder, which we all do, or you act passive aggressive. When I lived in Minnesota, it was a very passive aggressive society. <laughs> I wonder everybody's angry. At <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you need to have that conversation, you know, find the courage to try to express how you feel. Not the easiest thing to do. Before you hold a grudge, have a conversation. It's so hard. It's so it hard. It is hard. But man, it, imagine if it just removed the question, right? Removed the issue. And then there wouldn't be a grudge. Right, right. And then you wouldn't hate that person. They wouldn't understand why you didn't like them anymore. Like, Well, and I think there's there's a lot of weird grudges going on right now, you know, in our weird society after this past year. And, uh, you know, hopefully conversations could help that. I don't know. Sometimes they can. Sometimes they can't. Yeah. Uh, But at least it's worth trying. Okay, here we go with our 652 pop Q&A. All Uh-oh. three questions. Yeah, it's your turn today, Mary. <laughs> 
question number one. Glenn Close provided the only viral moment to come from last night's Oscar Awards. The actress was asked if she knew this song and dance. She's like, hold on, hold on. I do know that song. That's... Da Bot. Da Bot. <laughs> That's correct. Uh-huh. The name of that song. Okay, question number two. Before introducing an Oscar award category for editing, this A-list star read off some early critiques for one of his well-known films. The movie is deadly dull. <laughs> this movie gets worse every screening. <laughs> that movie was called Blade Runner. He starred in Blade Runner. You know, at, at first I was thinking Jack Nicholson, but then I thought, you know, I think that's Harrison Ford. <laughs> because if you ever see him speak, he's very monotone. <laughs> yeah. A, a little slow in his yeah. thought uh-huh. process. Yes. yes. You're correct. And question number three, the most anticlimactic Oscars ending ever was brought to us by the guy who won an Oscar just last year for playing the Joker. It was his job to recognize this year's nominees by saying something nice about them and then present the award for Best Actor. Instead, he just quickly named the nominees, then gave the award to Sir Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't even there to accept it. So, good night, everybody. That's the way it. <laughs> that's the way the show ended. Which Oscar winner played the Joker a couple years ago and gave us a very anticlimactic ending? Was it last night? Jack Nicholson? That was, was it not? That was many, many okay. years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, because I, like I didn't. I didn't see ago. that last person, so <laughs> I have no idea. Joaquin Phoenix was the answer oh, we're looking well, for. Oh, well, he's like as Joaquin he's Phoenix. basically Harrison Ford when you see them talk. What? They're, well, they're just kind of like. Very quiet. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, that was a nice effort. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for trying. Well, I'm yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> no. Any guy movies, forget it. Oh, come I'm on. going to get it. Man, you, you look at people who are famous or who are really successful and you go, well, I'll never be like them. They, they've done so much. How could I ever get started? But, you know, it's an important thing to remember that Oprah was fired from her first reporting job. Oh, yeah. Well, that's you know good I mean? news. I've been fired from a lot of jobs, so that means I'm on the right track. <laughs> I mean, Vincent Van Gogh failed as a missionary, and that's when he decided to go to art school. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Think about J.K. Rowling. Uh, she was a single parent living on welfare. She was very unhappy. I mean, if you've ever seen her interviewed, and she was done. I mean, she was done, and that's when her book got published. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. That happens. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his first movie role until he was 46 years old. I mean, he's been in a million movies. That's that's so cool. See, there really is time. There really there really is. Vera Wang, uh, you know, she did not make the Olympic figure skating team. I could totally see her being a skater, right? Yeah. And uh, she didn't get the editor-in-chief position at Vogue, and she designed her first dress. Are you ready for this? At 40, her first design. You know how many people spend their whole life designing? I have a friend who's girls in middle school, and she does these designs, and she's already going. Do you well, know what I mean? And then the ones who are successful are often the ones who start early, yeah, right? Because yeah. they've got all that time to figure it out and work it out. When you start at 40, uh-huh. you got to ramp up fast, but she obviously did. I, I love that Catherine Bigelow, the director 
who uh, made the Hurt Locker. Did you ever see that movie? Probably not. It's kind of a it's it's a dark kind of movie. A, it's isn't a it? war movie, but, yeah, it, but no. it is dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she won I know what it is, the Oscar for that, right? She didn't make that movie until age fifty-seven. That's when people started paying attention to who she was, right? So we like this sort of stuff because you know when you start feeling like, well, it's too late for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you've told the story about Doctor Edith. Egger Evers. Yes, right? yes. Eva Eggers. Yes. yes. Edith. Ever Eggers. Yes. <laughs> I, too many E's too in many that name. E's, yeah. And she was uh, in her late 40s, almost 50. And she was going, she, she survived the Holocaust, okay? And she's like going to her person, her therapist or whatever, like, listen, I really want to go to school and become like, you know, a therapist and help others. But I'm like 49 years old. And they go, well, you'll never be younger than you are today. You'll turn 50 no matter what. So you could either change it, and she did, and guess what? She, like, has all these books out. She's been on, you know, Super Soul Sunday with Oprah, and she is amazing. I mean, because here's somebody who worked through such trauma, walked through it, and she's thriving. And, you know, she teaches others how to do the same. But didn't she not put out her first book until she was 70 or 90 or something I think she was 92. (laughs) 92. Yes. And her second one's out. Yes. (laughs) And bestsellers, of course, because she has nothing but goodness to offer. Knowledge. Knowledge. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, um, Morgan Freeman, 52, first movie role. And I think with this pandemic, I saw this, this um, LinkedIn story go viral of this guy. He put it on his LinkedIn, a picture of him in the hospital bed. He had a heart attack. Will you read that for us next? Because it is so good. Okay. 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 We'll come back with that. Changing your life post-pandemic. We just read through a bunch of people who did their first huge deal things at like 52, 55. Yeah. You hit me crazy with with Morgan Freeman not getting his first like major role until 52 years old, Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. But there's this guy on LinkedIn. He went viral because... He had a heart attack and he took a picture of himself and then posted his feelings post post heart attack. And I think the reason it's so viral is because of this pandemic. It's made people look different at what they're doing in their lives. We're just going to read it to you so that you can hear his words about how he described it. By the way, the photo that he shared of himself is is while he's still in the hospital bed, like on oxygen. Yes. Okay. He says, this is not how I planned my Sunday. It was pretty standard up to 4 p.m. Morning coffee, a trip to the park, a shopping trip, a late lunch. I sat down at my desk at 4 p.m. to prep for this week's work. And then I couldn't really breathe. My chest felt constrained. I had what I can only describe as surges in my left arm, my neck. My ears were popping. I didn't get a flash of light. My life didn't race through my mind. Instead, I had... Shoot, I needed to meet with my manager tomorrow. This isn't convenient. How do I secure the funding for work stuff? I haven't updated my will. I hope my wife doesn't find me dead. These are the thoughts going through his mind. The first one that jumped in was that he had a work meeting with his manager (laughs) tomorrow. This is not a convenient time to get sick. Yeah, yeah. He he says he got to the bathroom so he could lie down and got the attention of his wife, who called emergency services. And then he adds that I've since made the following decisions while laying here on the basis I don't die. One, I'm not spending all day on Zoom anymore. 
Two, I'm restructuring my approach to work. Three, I'm really not going to be putting up with any crap at work ever again. Uh Life literally is too short. I feel like everyone feels that way during this pandemic, don't they? Yeah. He says he wants to lose weight. He wants every day to count for something at work. Otherwise, he's changing his role. Like, if I'm just doing meaningless stuff at work, what am I spending all my time doing? He says, I want to spend more time with my family. And that so far, he writes, is what near death has taught me. This man had a heart attack. Yeah. The first thoughts through his mind were, oh, no, how am I going to get my work done? That's so like, isn't that the worst? I know because we've all been there. We haven't had the heart attack, but we've been sick or we've been. And that's always our go to thought, you know, instead of just, hey, I need to get better. Oh, let me take care of myself so I can go to work. I mean, our priorities have been. All over the place. Misaligned for a yes, long time. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so maybe, you know, when you look at the good that comes out of like our past year, that's something that comes out and, uh, and, and changes for the better. And, and as you can see with Morgan Freeman, there's still time <laughs> to, to do something different. So you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Good reminders. And sometimes we learn from others so that we don't have to learn it the hard way That's ourselves. That's true. You know I mean? Oh, my God. And he was pretty young having a heart attack. He wasn't old. No. I could tell you that. Still working age. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a little uh, enchilada here to start your morning with some info. Uh, we're going to tell you the only things you need to know about the Oscars because you probably didn't watch the show last night. Oh, sorry. It was a <laughs> snore <sleeping>. fest. <laughs> I, I, I do feel bad for producers because they keep trying to do something that will get people to watch the show. And I know going, they're trying really hard. They're doing exactly the wrong things. It's not working. Yeah. yeah. Last night, they skipped the host again, so there was no comedy. No. There, was, there was nothing funny. No. There was no entertainment. There were no live performances because they were trying to cut down on time. After a year like this past, don't we need, just need entertainment All we need is laughs? funny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was slow and sleepy, and, and they gave the presenters and recipients more time to talk, hoping they would tell good stories. But all they did was thank a bunch of people you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. It so. was it was long. But this is all you need to know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brad Pitt had a man bun. <laughs> Regina King, she started the show. Lovely. She looked amazing. She tripped on the stage on the way up. And then, like, I felt like she was more comfortable after that. It was goodness. Um, and? Oh, and then... And, and then, the one And then our moment. girl. Yeah. yeah. Our girl, Meryl Streep. Glenn Close. Or Glenn Close. Sorry, same person. <laughs> Our girl, our girl Meryl Streep, who also goes by the name Glenn Close. They're the same person. And I even met Meryl Streep. Okay. I'm not going to be ignored. (laughs) My favorite in the whole world. The best written line of the whole world. But if you missed this last night, you missed it all. That's not fair to Glenn Close. You don't know nothing about Can doing Can we say it. Wait a second. Wait a second. I know that's the butt. Yeah, it's the butt. I know that. I wasn't expecting that at all, but you need the butt. <laughs> that was a pretty fun. That was the only funny moment of the entire night. They were asking people about songs that were Oscar nominated and whether they knew if it was a winner or didn't get nominated. And so the the guy who was going around asking the questions like, well, she's not going to know this. It's Glenn Close. She's like, what? 
I know to butt. And she got up. And she got up and did it. She shook it. She shook it, didn't she? She sure did. Yes, and it was uh, really, really good. <laughs> it was the only moment worth seeing last night. Yeah. You can see that on Twitter in like 30 seconds, so you didn't need the three and a half hour show. Yeah, don't don't go back and watch it. Let, let me you give you a, something totally different now. A quick piece of good news. Uh, it's kind of a two-parter. First of all, home, at-home COVID tests have finally started shipping. Good. So very soon, look for those in Walmart and CVS. Those kits cost like 24 bucks. You can use them. Give yourself a test at home. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to schedule an appointment. And you don't have to wait weeks yeah. to get results. You can get the results the same day if that's something you need for work or for mm-hmm. travel or whatever. So that's pretty cool. And here's the other thing. It looks like Americans who've been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be able to travel to Europe again this summer. (gasps) The head of the European Union says all of those countries should approve that very soon. Oh, that's exciting. So if you've been kind of on the fence about getting the vaccine, but you want to go do some traveling, that might be the reason to do it. Go to Harry Potter World out there and all that stuff. Don't they have a Harry Potter World here? Yeah, but they they filmed where they filmed. You could look at the studios. Okay. Uh, And one last thing that's super important on the whole enchilada is if you want to get a little more busy with your person... All you have to do is sleep an extra hour. It'll give you that that extra energy. Oh, that's all you have to do? Yes. You say that like sleep is just out there waiting to be taken. Well, I mean, it explains a lot for all of us, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? Uh, <laughs> nothing's happening. Let's put it that way. <laughs> all right, we're trying something a little different today. It's called uh, a Monday mixtape. Yes. And what we do is we give you a situation and then rather than respond with an answer, rather than explaining it with words, you just hit us with a song and then we'll play a little clip of that song and see how that fits. Because it's going to tell us a lot about you. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you think of a situation and you know, there's always a song that reminds you of that moment. What is it? Right. Okay. So what's the situation? The situation is this. You're madly in love with your junior high, maybe eighth grade, ninth grade. Whatever, early freshman year. Well, I was a late bloomer. Okay, high school. Okay. You're in love with your high school Uh boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, and they break up with you. (gasps) What's the song that you're going to use to drown your sorrows? Do you have one, Greg? It goes like this Come back and bring back the smile. Oh, no. Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Did you used to cry into your radio? <laughs> You're not going to tell us her name, are you? Because it was right here in Tucson. Come back. What did she do? Again. Oh, Greg. Big breakup. Okay. So painful. Do you have one? One. Okay, let's start with <laughs> Matt Wilzinski. Oh, no. You ready for it? It's been seven hours and 15 days. Oh, my gosh. Since you took your love away. Mm-hmm. I go out every night. Oh, the pain, Greg. This song used to be the on the radio the every pain. 20 minutes. I mean, one, but I have a second one that is Shinnega just Connor. just as bad. And this was also him. But my friend goes, you know, this song reminds you of you and Matt. Both ways. 
What is this? Gloria Estefan cuts both ways. <laughs> Our love is like a knife. Is that what she said? Yes, and that's exactly what that love oh, was. Man. It was stupid love. It was. <laughs> All right, so seven seven five zero nine four nine. Play the Monday mixtape. If we're putting together a mixtape. Of songs. Your breakup songs. Basically. Didn't you have a breakup tape? This was the, no. Gosh, you didn't? No, absolutely not. Every Chicago song. I but, mean, I, you know, I am putting on. Tony Braxton. I'll oh, put on Tony I, Braxton. I feel the pain for you, Greg. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, playing the mixtape here on a Monday uh, with the situation that is basically you break up with your junior high or high school person. And it's just torture. What's the song that you put on over and over and you just get through it? You know this one. You just can't win. Is this yours? Yeah, get to the song. <laughs> Love stinks. Love stinks. So yeah, see, that's such a yeah. such a guy breakup song. That would have never been my breakup song. I know. You that's know? why your breakup song was Sinead O'Connor. From me. Right here, Greg. Don't you just feel it? Since you've been gone, I can do it. Seriously, it hurts my soul no. still to hear it. <laughs> it does. Let's find out how it feels for you, Jennifer. Good morning. What's the song? Oh my gosh, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but TLC's Unpretty. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it that song. Out, yeah, it came out when my first love broke up with me, like my sophomore year. And I, to this, to this day, when that song comes on, I just, oh, my heart. <laughs> Oh, man. Are you ready for this? Sorry, uh-huh. my uh, Nothing Compares is still playing. Okay. Her song is not Shane Oh, sorry. Okay, ready? Remember this? Basically, anything she does is not good enough that for this guy. That doesn't feel good, does Yeah, it? yeah. No, so, it hurt. uh-uh. It hurts. Yes. It does. It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> did, did your first love cheat on you? Um, it was, yeah, basically. So I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't be together. And he was like, no, I love you. And then I found out he cheated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then you compare yourself, and then you listen to TLC, and you feel bad yes. about you, but it was all this other person. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> painful. It's painful. All right, five two zro Let's go to John. What was the song for you, my man? I'm about, I'm about to really show my age here. <laughs> if I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. baby if I can't have you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, John. Who are you yeah. crying into your eight track over? <laughs> oh my, yeah, my eight track. <laughs> the girl's name was Kendra. She was really cute. I mean, she was really hot. Dude, I had a bad Kendra situation too. I mean, did she wear the terry really? cloth? Yeah. Yeah. Did your girls have the feathered hair and the terry cloth like jumpsuit? Well, she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had all. I had like. Um, Socks up to my knees with stripes on them. Oh. <laughs> Greg, you had a bad Kendra too, oh, huh? That, that's the one who who shut me down from prom right before, like three weeks before prom. Oh. Kendra, is she still here in town? No, no, she she lives back east now. Oh. But I think her family's yeah, all. You know what? You know why they're like that, Greg? 
because they're no good, they're no good, they're no good. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know if you saw Halle Berry at the uh, Oscars last night, but she looked just like Linda Ronstadt. That, that was weird. Oh, really? That was weird. She had the Linda Ronstadt. And all men love it. All men love it. Well, you, know. <laughs> you guys like the Linda Ronstadt. Well, we like the Halle Berry, too. It's uh-huh. like the best of both worlds right there. Uh, it's Greg and Mare in the morning on 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. What's your name? Hello. Hello, Lori. We can hear Hello. you. Hi, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hi, Lori. What's the song for you? You're putting it on our mixtape. Okay, mix so it wasn't really a breakup. It was my junior high, like, love of my life. And he, his parents were divorcing, so he was actually moving to Phoenix. And I went over to his house to say goodbye to him. And on the radio, the radio was playing. It was Here and Now by Luther Vandross. And oh. it's just like... You know, it's stuck in my head forever. It tore and I was like, I'm never going to see this guy again. But I will say that something happened in the cards that changed his mind. He stayed here, and we're actually married. It'll be what? 22 years in October. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have been our wedding song. It wasn't, but yeah, I'll never forget that day, though. <laughs> you need to have a wedding redo and that's bring awesome. this song right, right here. Look in your eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Junior high crime. That's a really cool story. Your boyfriend's moving to Phoenix. Oh. What are you going to do? Well, you got to marry him. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Lori, thanks very much. Okay, 10 after trivia. There are 365 days in a year, and we use the equivalent of 128 of them every single year doing something we couldn't have done 30 years ago. What is it? So I dated this guy. Well, hang on to that thought. Okay. Hang on to that thought. <laughs> let's let's get an answer here first. Um, buying stuff on the internet. Buying stuff on the internet is a great answer. Oh, man, I did a lot of that this weekend. Well, you sure did. <laughs> well, that was at a store too, but no, I really did. It was really embarrassing. I'm glad I don't get your credit card bill. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Uh, anyway, good answer, but no, it's actually a, a bigger one than that. It's a bigger answer than the shopping. Thank you. Okay, thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there, what's your guess? Hi, I'm guessing talk on the phone. (laughs) You think we talk on the phone maybe more now than we did 30 years ago? I think we do. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, It's not the answer we're looking for. I feel like my mom and my aunts, like they were on the phone all the time. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Right. Anyway, good guess, but not the answer today. All right. And hey, I tuned in a little late today, but can we add don't speak to the breakup list? Oh. oh no, what happened? You, yeah, you've got to tell us. Oh, that. my gosh. So I dated this guy. At first, I didn't even want to date him. He was so persistent, persistent, persistent. So I finally, fine, I'll go. And then... You know, I ended up falling in love with him. And then one day I'm going over to his apartment. I was like 19. Yeah. And he wouldn't let me in. Like, he came out. Uh And he's like, I really don't think we should be together anymore. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, what happened? He's like, we're just not good together anymore. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he turned around. He went back in and just left me there. (gasps) So I turned around, I went back to my car, and that song was on. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And it still hurts. You hear us play it, it still hurts. 
It does hurt. And then I found out later, like, she and his ex-girlfriend, like, she was there. Of course she was. Oh, oh, he was hiding yeah. her. He's the worst. That yeah. scoundrel. Yeah, he's gross. <laughs> but that, that's a good one. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're adding that to our Monday yes. mixtape, our breakup songs today. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. In case you missed that, before the Monday mixtape, we, we give you a category, like a thing, a scenario that happens. You respond with the song that comes to mind. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And today we were talking about like junior high, high school, early college breakups that just wrecked you. Yeah, the ones that you were like crying yeah. into your radio with your favorite nighttime DJ. <laughs> it's awful. But now we've gotten away from our 10 after trivia question, which is that back in 1991, we weren't really doing this. But now 30 years later, we spend the equivalency of 128 days a year doing it. What are we doing? Are we straightening our hair? No. No. Are we uh, getting our eyebrows waxed? No. Are we getting other parts waxed? No. Okay. <laughs> We're using the internet. We're using the internet. 59 hours a week. Well, I said that oh, I'm searching people, right? Yeah, you said a bunch of different things. Okay. <laughs> we were looking for the big answer. Oh, the big answer. Using the internet. Too, okay. You said looking people up on Facebook. We're okay. not doing that okay, 128 okay, days okay. a year. Well, a 300 and... Well, you might be. 69. Okay. <laughs> There's not that many days in the year, but... If there were, I'd be really, using Mayor, them all. Really, <laughs> This show is now out of control, officially. We go commercial-free in five minutes here on 94.9 Mix FM. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.